0: hi welcome back
1: good, good morning,
0: morning. <laughs> <laughs> this is trisha
1: and i'm evangelist Lori Ann, and we are just kicking, kicking it, with it with jesus amen uh, amen anyway so it has been an interesting couple days mm. right mm-hmm. i uh i was making dog cookies all day today and uh just praying for different people and some people in my husband's side of the family came on my heart so so heavy and uh just standing in the gap just praying Mm -hmm. you know just praying frustrating because the enemy seems to think that he's so sly and so slick you know what I mean um I have somebody that I know that, you know, had gotten one of those meditation bowls. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? With a little thing and ding and you just... And I know what that is. I know what that is all about. And and I thought to myself, you know, I said, I said to them, You know, don't take my word for it. I want you to look it up. Right. I want you to look up what that is and what it's used for. So she comes back and she says, well, I'm not gonna use it like that. (laughs) You know, and then a couple days later, you know, I'm wondering if you could do me a huge favor. What's up? Can you come pray over my house? No. And I don't mean that bad, but no. Because it would be a waste of my time and my breath.
0: Right.
1: Clean house first.
0: Right.
1: You know, we think that and that's exactly and I said this to you a few minutes ago. That's exactly how the enemy wants us to to rule. Right. It's not a big deal. Don't even worry about it. You're not gonna use it like that though. You know, it's just it's a gift. It's you know Mm. and isn't that just like him? Right. But God, did God really say that? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It, it, he just he he so he maneuvers and slithers and makes you question. Well, you know what? I, it's for my kid. It, you know, I'm not gonna use it like that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call on people that are dead. Right. I'm not, you know, and I just really feel like he's so good at masquerading his evilness right. and his slithering skin. You, you know, know, it's
0: funny because my auntie Lori, who is no longer with us, she's with Jesus, mm. uh, she used to say, should not do yoga. I was like auntie.
1: <laughs>
0: Stop being so crazy! Stop being so crazy! And I have done yoga numerous times, and I never did yoga like oh. But if you look up the poses and stuff, like even just like the relaxing pose, like at the end mm. when you when you lay on your back and you have your arms open, like just that pose, and even like just going into those poses. You may not think that you're calling but that like what they intended it for. Come on. Is to call on those spirits. Come on. Even if you're not calling on those spirits, you don't think that those spirits are around
1: you? It's the truth. Judge, I, I think that, you know, I think that we make I think that we make Christianity more complicated than it needs to be. Mm. Inside yourself, when you, if Jesus lives in you, no. If the Holy Spirit lives in you, right. What did Jesus call him? Truth. Jesus called him so many things. If he lives in you, he's letting you know. Yeah, don't buy that.
0: What you should and shouldn't do. And and that's, and I was just going to say that before, as you started talking, is I feel like you take it up with Jesus. You don't listen to a podcast or sermon or read a book and take everything and be like, oh, I can't do this, 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 and this. You take it up with Jesus. Come on. If. Because I, I know there's Christians out there that do yoga. Or I know that there's Christians out there that do certain things. And if God hasn't told you, but make sure you're asking. Right. Make sure you're connected. That phone line is connected. And it ain't on the busy signal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like back in the day, dial up. You were trying to get on the phone, but somebody was on the internet. And it was, shh when you picked ah. up the phone, right? <laughs> right, make sure that that line is connected. Before... Oh, that was the good old days. Seriously.
1: <laughs> you know, I, again, I'm going to say I was, I was making dog cookies today and I was thinking about what the Lord had me. I mean, I had... Sunday morning, I woke up at four. I was going to speak on intimacy with Jesus and what that requires Mm -hmm. and man I had all this stuff I, I was like we're good and an hour and a half before service I'm in my office at church and I hear him say scratch that I have something to talk about scratch what the whole thing that I
0: The whole thing. <laughs> Should we do this next week? Right? Or?
1: <laughs> Can I sleep next Sunday again? <laughs> but he said, I want you to open to James 4. And it actually was parts of 4 and parts of chapter 5. And let me just say, James is a book that if you blink, you're going to miss it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so... And he is, and this is what I spoke on. Christian people taking the Word of God, and whether you do it purposely or not, you beat people over the head with the Word of God, and you pull them out of church. You pull them out. From underneath the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. Because you don't agree with the pastor. You don't agree with the deacons. You don't agree with the members of the church. And yet it really has nothing to do with the basis of salvation. Has nothing to do with... It's just a moral issue. Something that's neither here nor there. And we take the word of God and we weaponize it. But I, I say to you, Trisha, the Lord said, I'm gonna take your words and I'm gonna hold them. Yeah. And when you stand before me, thinking that you were, you were doing well and you forgot how I came to you, how sinful you were, and how in love i came to you and i unfolded you in your sin i loved you to myself you forgot and now you became self righteous there was a word that you used and i want to i want to remember that word perverted maybe he said, believers, it's, it's James 4. I'm going to start in verse 10. He's talking to believers and he says, humble yourselves with an attitude of repentance and insignificance in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. He will lift you up and he will give you purpose. Believers, do not speak against... Or slander one another. So when you speak against... And and I'm just going to say, when you speak against a pastor, a shepherd, that God has called to shepherd his people. And you say, well, I don't think that God God called him to be a pastor. Mm. I think he chose it for himself. And if you sit under him, I think that you're wrong and I... Whatever.
0: right.
1: So he says, believers do not speak against or slander one another. He who speaks self-righteously against a brother or judges his brother hypocritically speaks against the law and judges the law. If you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge of it. So you don't do what God called you to do. You stand in judgment of it. There is only one lawgiver and one judge. The one who is able to save and to destroy. The one God who has the absolute power of life and death. But who are you to hypocritically and self-righteously pass judgment on your neighbor? On your neighbor. Now Jesus says... Now it says, on your neighbor. So go back to Matthew, chapters 5, 6, and 7, mm. where he says to you, love your neighbor as
0: yourself.
1: as yourself. So here you are, hypocritically and self-righteously. And you may even do it in love, but it's wrong.
0: Right. He doesn't need an assistant and I said that before but it's so true like Jesus has an assistant that's the Holy Spirit come on now we don't need to be anything but what he's called us to be and what he's told us to do yeah and it's and I just said this on my TikTok like I believe the Bible I believe that there's a heaven and that there's a hell and I believe the Bible tells you how to get to both
1: yeah it's the truth and so what happens Trisha? 9 times out of 10 when you do that. And there's there's a baby Christian and the baby Christian loves the church. Loves Jesus. But you come in. This isn't right. That's not right and this isn't right. But it, but does it really have anything to do with or is it what you believe? because Because you had so
0: many years exactly because
1: listen at the end of the day the Ethiopian eunuch knew nothing except a scroll from Isaiah and what Philip told him and taught him he got baptized came up Philip was taken and he went back to Ethiopia he knew nothing except this Jesus Christ that died and came back Right. That's it. So what do you think happened with that man? He went back and he told everybody about everything. Same thing with the woman at the well. Come on, guys. Stop with your self-righteous, hypocritical attitudes. Remember where you were when Jesus found you and how he loved you to himself because it's wrong what we're doing. Because now these people, you you do that, and what happens? Nine times out of ten, and listen, it's only because people have have come to me, Trisha, and this is what has happened. They, well, forget it then. You know, if I'm wrong, if if this isn't right, because so and so and whom I love and I trust said it's not, right? That person ends up leaving Jesus and leaving the church, and now where are they? Right. They're in a whirlwind of a mess. I know, I know firsthand. I believe
0: what God said to me um, a couple years ago, three years ago, three and a half years ago, beg me, talk to me. Mm. So I wanted my husband to come to church. You're not supposed to, and this is what I felt God say about my husband. You're not supposed to criticize how he's living his life
1: Mm.
0: and what he's doing. But what I'm telling you to do is beg me, is
1: nag me.
0: Nag me. Hear what he's doing, but nag me because I'm the one that's going to change his heart. And I feel like that's so true with everything. If we just did that with everything. So we have Come a baby on. Christian or a loved one or a friend or even an acquaintance that, oh, I'm going to church now. And you start talking about the church. And you start hearing things that just doesn't sit right in your spirit. Instead of saying it to that person, why are we not nagging God who can do something about it, who can move mountains, who can change hearts? You know what I mean? I do. do. He can too. take a heart of stone and, and turn it, you know? So why are we telling somebody who has a confused mind, who's going to just make it more confused, or we should be going to God in prayer, and then in a week or two or three weeks, <clears throat> reach back out to that person. Hey, you want to grab coffee? Hey, you want to do something? Like, be the light for that person. Don't be the darkness. Because the more we act righteous, we are darkness to that person.
1: Right. I think, too, a lot of times, we don't see... I think because our... I don't think we mean to do that to people. Absolutely. But because of our zeal Mm -hmm. for Jesus, sometimes our zeal can just
0: or take I've over. been through that.
1: Right. And I think it's I think it's wrong. But
0: that was your journey. Right. And God met you on that journey.
1: The one thing that I can honestly say that and I believe this with my whole heart. For me, I cannot listen to worldly music because worship is a thing for me. Yeah. Music is a thing for me. So if I listen to, and I I think it's with everybody, but some people are, are overcomers and some people are not. I'm not. So when I listen to, yo, Journey was, like, I, there's certain Fleetwood Mac, there's certain, certain music. That when I know. listen to it, I can... A memory will come and I will in my brain I'll go I can remember a smell I can remember words I can remember where I was I can and it's all and then music in itself will make me want to drink yeah you know it's just and it all these things are tied to but for you You may be able to listen to music. So I can never preach don't listen to music because that's sinful. And I can't do that because it's sinful for me. It's not sinful for you. That's good. And that's with a lot of things. Yeah, I agree. The Bible doesn't say don't listen to music. Right. But the Bible does say about your eyes and ears. And whatever goes in. If it's dark how great is that darkness right and so you know i just think though Trisha, there's something to be said and I'm, i'll i'll leave it here there's something to be said when people have people to encourage and lift up because christian people are not great all the time
0: that's the truth do you know
1: what i mean yeah and we seem to think that they are we're not we're not and so if you have people that you can call or you can text or go out to coffee with that will encourage you to be to stay with Christ and to stay on track right praise god so yeah. That
0: was a whole tangent
1: That it we really weren't was. even going to go on <laughs> I really wasn't But it's just so It's so and I can true fe- though I can feel God's heart I about know. it Yeah. I can feel his heart about it And It hurts him I agree It hurts him And I don't know I just think
0: Well I guess we can change the subject <laughs> Go into it Another uh, rowdy subject?
1: I think, though, for real, I'll end. But for those of us that know God's sons and daughters that walked with God, and for whatever reason are not anymore, we need to pray for them.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, really pray for them. Because the enemy is playing for keeps. So I just I, I feel so bad about it. I'm sorry. Uh, so you know what I did? I'm just gonna be honest and tell you exactly what I just did. Um I don't know if it's an ocean that I hear in the background that dad is doing. But I, it's <laughs> so distracting to me. Cause I hear wave after wave.
0: You know, I And probably... so I'm like
1: I text him and I go, Can you stop that noise?
0: You know, I don't even... I didn't even notice that because I swear I go to sleep with a sound machine. Really? So, it's sometimes it's waves, ocean waves, or right now it's forest. So, birds and crickets and frogs and... It's just something... Remember we are just telling you how I just told you that I can't shut my brain off? Well, I need help with that at night because if I don't have that, I just wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Really? All the time. Like, I can't, my, it, waking up thinking, like, it's so bad. It's, I can't shut my brain off. It's very hard for me to be silent. There's no silent. I don't know how people, I don't know how to exile, you know how like when you, back in the day, you had like a billion tabs open and then there's music playing somewhere and you're like going through all the tabs and you're like, where's the music? <laughs> just shut it off. Yeah, that's what my brain feels like majority of the time, especially at night time. I have to... So that didn't... I couldn't even... I didn't even hear that.
1: That's just... See, that that's so not me. <laughs> that's so not me.
0: <sighs> I mean, at
1: nighttime, the only thing that I have to have... You're a fan. And it's not the noise. It's literally... I need to feel the breeze, even in the winter. I need to feel the breeze on my face. I don't know why... It's just a thing inside my head, and I need to be freezing I can't. in order to sleep. That's funny. Yeah. I'm a widow. We all are in our own ways. We really are, aren't we? We all have a little sign-sign. So know?
0: I found a new podcast Go. that I really enjoy. I found it off of TikTok. <laughs> and I really enjoy the things that they talk about, mm-hmm. fiction.
1: Fact or fiction? Fact. Is it fact, fact or, fiction?
0: or fiction? Fact or fiction? It might. It's it's something like that. I can't remember. It's only four episodes in. It's pretty good. It's a four. It's four young people talking, and it's it's really good. I enjoy it. The last one that they just did, they would talk about New Age, and the girl that was on it was talking about her experience in New Age and how she met Jesus. I say all this just to say one thing, but she met Jesus. She's never met Jesus before. She didn't walk into a church, She none of, none of that stuff. She, so uh, she had
1: no idea who Jesus was? She had
0: no idea who Jesus was. So she was
1: just in New Age? She was just that trying was to thing. find
0: something, and okay. she found New Age. Okay. So she got into New Age, and she was in New Age, like in it, in it, in it. She started learning how to astroproject which is such an odd thing to me because I don't know how people do that. Like, I literally think I'm going to I'm gonna research on how people do that because how can you shut your brain off enough to do something? Like, that? anyway, so she – it's a good episode. People should go watch, listen to it. It's really good. It's very interesting, especially if you're into, like, crystals or astral projecting or any of that stuff. It's just her testimony is pretty powerful. So – she was astro, she would astro project herself at night because she had so much anxiety and depression and she was anxious all the time. So they told her, if you just astro project, you'll start feeling happier. That never happened. She astro projected and Jesus, enc- she encountered Jesus in the spirit realm. <laughs> and she like woke up and then like started going to church and like that's how she met Jesus. Most people meet Jesus here and then we experience him in a spirit realm, not in, in the spirit realm, but like, you know what I mean? Like wow. spiritually, we meet Jesus here on earth, but she literally was astral projecting her herself, her spirit met Jesus. Can you just understand that? Like for one minute, like that is so wild to me. But as I was thinking about that, because I was driving here today and I'm blaring my music and I heard Jesus say, how can you hear me if your music's so loud? And then I was like, oh, okay. Let me turn that down so I can hear you. So he started bringing that up in my mind. And I'm just talking to him like, I don't understand it, though, Jesus. I don't understand how somebody can astro-project their body into wherever, into the spirit realm. And all he said, and this wasn't really an answer, this wasn't the answer that I was looking for, but all he said is, and I haven't said this to anybody because I haven't really thought about it, but... Do you remember when you were laying in your bed and you woke up and you opened your eyes and you couldn't move? Because it was this time where I was laying in bed, probably like the, I've been in my house for what? How many years have I been married? 10. So I've been in my house for 10 years. Probably year one or two of us living there, I was laying in bed and I opened my eyes and I remember laying like this and I couldn't move my entire body, and I remember saying, I'm awake right now, I can't move my body. And then I started panicking. And it probably lasted for like a good two minutes. Like it was a long time that I could not move my body. And I just felt like my chest, like I was like, I can't breathe, I can't move my body. And I never thought about it after, never looked into it, nothing. I was just like, I'm gonna pretend that never happened. You know what God said to me on the way here? That was a demon holding you down. I say all that because we go into like astral projection and we are a spirit, we are a spirit within a body, right?
1: We're three.
0: Right. So we're going around messing with something that we don't even have any idea about, looking for something. And I was just saying this to you and you made so much sense because... I was like, well, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Like, I wasn't doing Reiki or any of that stuff. But, and I was going to church. But, you could still be going to church and not really have Jesus occupying the inside of you.
1: That is, do I mind to touch this? There's a lot of people that know Jesus. They do. And man, they've got a lot of wisdom. They know what they're talking about. They're not occupied. Holy Spirit doesn't live there. There's no power. And I think it, that that's one of the problems, Trisha.
0: Which is funny that we're talking about this now because then I just felt like it was like, well, what I read today was out of Matthew twenty four, mm-hmm. forty five through 51, where it says, Who then is a faithful and sensible slave whom his master has put in charge of his household to give them food at the proper time? That slave whose master finds him working when he comes to be rewarded, I assure you, he will be put in charge of all his possessions. But if that wicked slave says in his heart, My master is delayed and starts to beat his fellow slaves and eats and drinks with drunkards, that slave's master will come on a day he doesn't he does not expect and at an hour he does not know. He will cut him to pieces and assign him to a place with the hypocrites. In that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. All I'm saying is that I want to be occupied with Jesus in me. Not like that time when I thought I was occupied. I was just occupied here in my brain. And I laid in bed Having a panic attack because I literally, I don't even know if you've ever experienced something like that, but I could not move. I remember saying, let me lift my arm. I could not move my body. I just could blink my eyes. I don't want to live like that. I don't want to go to a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Seriously. And there's going to be people, I mean, it says it, there's going to be people that stand before Jesus and say but i
1: i keep hearing this i keep hearing this is days i've i've heard the same thing go ahead finish but didn't i cast out devils in your name but didn't i heal in your name
0: i never knew you depart from me that is broke There's a thing that you have you have to, and that's just so it just everything just tied in. That's has it has to be because that's exactly. I feel so empowered by that of what you said because that makes total sense to me. You have to be not only in your brain. Knowing Jesus.
1: Because we're a three part being, I think we need to have all three. So you know, and I don't wanna I don't wanna sit here long. When I got saved It was Jesus that saved me But I had to ask for the Holy Ghost Mm. And I'm sorry, it's scriptural I can show you in the Bible over and over where it said Jesus gets baptized Holy Spirit falls Mm. and the Father speaks All three are working together at the same time. Holy Spirit, the Bible clearly says it, Holy Spirit leads him into the wilderness. Before that, it was the Father. Him and the Father were communing on a constant basis. So, I know people, I don't mean this bad, they're saved. They're saved. They're not walking in power. They're just saved. There's no power behind them.
0: Which is great. You're saved. You're you're you made it, you're not gonna go to hell. But it's kinda like what you said last week, as I was, you know, listening to that podcast from last week, is You're gonna stand before your king someday. Come on. And you're not gonna have you're gonna want to give him. Your rewards. You're gonna to want to give him. Say yes. And you're gonna stand there, and you're not gonna have those things to give because you were just saved, because you just believed, and you you got saved from from hell. But you didn't do anything else on earth mm. to gain that power so that you can give him at his feet.
1: I want to give him.
0: I mean, if you just think about it, like
1: all the different crowns. Crowns of righteousness. There's so many crowns.
0: This dude died. And rose up out of the grave. I was like, who died? (laughs) You didn't tell me this. (laughs) I know him. I know he died. I know him. He told a girl. Last week we talked about how he just spoke and said he, I pretty much, to me, it sounds like he argued with her. Like, first of all, he ignored her. I'm not going to help. Then he argued with her. (laughs) Maybe he didn't argue. Maybe he just went back and forth with her. But, like, I don't want to help you because I'm not here to help you. Not yet. And then he said he was going to help her because of her faith, right? And instead of laying hands on the girl, instead of doing all these things, he said, because of your faith, it's done. It's done. She's healed. She's cured. This dude. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: Wouldn't you want to do everything in your power so that when you stand face to face, we are a spirit. Everybody can, everybody. I don't care if you believe in God or you don't. You're going to say that there's a spirit within you. Mm -hmm. You feel it. You can believe in God all you want, not believe in God all you want.
1: You just see when it stop when it when it's about the Bible. My brain don't shut off ever. When we start talking. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you why. You just said something about the woman and that it was her faith. And yes, it was her faith that her daughter was made well. And you said that he didn't come for them. But it's such a beautiful story, this whole book. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why. Everything in the Old Testament everything there's foreshadows Jesus Christ foreshadows what he's going to do so go all the way back to Genesis where I mean the two sons of Adam Cain and Abel
0: Mm.
1: foreshadowing
0: right
1: but even The gentile nation Moses and I believe it was an angel I don't believe it was a scorpion I believe those were angels seraphims but whatever that stung the people and they died and God said make make an angel a seraphim and when people look at it They'll be healed. That was a pagan symbol.
0: Right.
1: That was not a Jewish symbol. That was that was a Gentile symbol. It was pagan. Right. Heathens. Mm-hmm. Naham, full of leprosy, comes from Syria. A little Jewish servant girl is in his palace. He's the general of the king. Nahum. The little Jewish girl says, hey, you can be healed. Go to this prophet, this Jewish prophet. And he brings all this stuff, goes to the Jewish prophet, Elisha. S-H-A. Elisha doesn't even open the door. Go dip in the Jordan River seven times. He's a Gentile man. Over and over and over again salvation came for both Jew and Gentile right. and he showed you that even in the Old Testament everything was a foreshadowing down to salvation for the non-Jews right. and I think this beautiful symphony between the Father Son and the Holy Spirit and how it drips through the pages of Of this book that speaks to our hearts when we read is unbelievable. Let me just shut up.
0: No, it is. And I I agree. I I mean, I mean, but Jesus said it. Man for the Israelites. That's what he said.
1: I think what we carry and what we hold is so Unbelievable just doesn't even fit. It's deep. And some days are better than others. But man, listen to what I'm going to say. God is for us, not against us. All because the Savior lives inside. Because we said yes. Mm. And so now he's for us. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. He knows what we need before we do. He knows our wants and our desires before we do. He sets us up in goodness and greatness before we even know to even ask in prayer. Right. you stop and you think about the prayers that you prayed and you just thought you were speaking into the wind and he's not hearing you because it would have happened already I can remember clearly being at Cherry Hill restaurant for breakfast, me and you sitting in my car, you're weeping your eyes out because you wanted a child and you're like he's not listening to me I'm done I'm just, I I think I'm getting divorced. I just, I can't. And little did you know that as you were sitting in that car, man, you were pregnant. You were pregnant. But he knew the breaking point. He knew.
0: Yeah, but he knew the prayers. That's the problem, is that we're fickle people.
1: We are, very.
0: He knew the prayers that I prayed in the beginning of the year which I forgot about until it fell out of my bible one day and I was like, "Oh, is that why you did that?" Okay. Okay.
1: He's so Break beautiful. my
0: marriage apart and rebuild it is what I said. Well, I didn't mean like that.
1: <laughs> Be it's careful funny. with
0: what you ask
1: for. No, because you know what? It it strengthens and makes you better and you don't even realize it as you're going through it. You don't That's why I say all the time, get a notebook, get a God book or something, Mm. a journal, and write. Just write, man. Just write. Write your prayers. Write the answers to your prayers. Write the things that make you angry. How your husband or your wife makes you mad. Mm. Write it down. Date it. And when God says, take out your God book. You can go back to 1999 and go, You're an idiot. You really wrote that? You know what I mean? But the promises that God gave you through one of his prophets, through the still small voice inside, and you read it and you're like, Man, he really fulfilled that. He did that. there's not a life like this life. Right. There's not a, there's not a life like this life.
0: The problem is, is in, and this is into closing, but like you said, we have to remember where we came from. Come on. Because at the end of the day, there's not. if you think back to who you were, there's not one person hmm. that could have stared you in a different way. You had your mind set on what you wanted and what you did.
1: And that's the truth.
0: It was only God and only Jesus in your room. That transformed you.
1: And even still now.
0: My prayer would be that anybody that's listening that doesn't know God or knows God but isn't occupied, they don't take what we say, but they ask Jesus. They ask Jesus to come into their heart. They ask Jesus to show them what's real don't take what we say don't take what a pastor says or another podcast that people listen to our podcast and they start questioning God
1: he loves to show himself real
0: because that's what it it comes down to because I know for me that it wasn't that anybody said something to me to make me believe in God it was things that I questioned internally and questioned him. And over and over and over again, he revealed himself until I was like, okay. It was him who proved it, not anybody else. No podcast, no pastor, no parent, no friend. So that's my prayer for anybody that's listening, that Jesus just, the seed is dropped and you can hear that knock a little bit louder.
1: Yep. I would not. I pray not. I want to change the, those words. I pray that nothing would ever pull me from where I sit today. Because mm-hmm. no I know, like, at the beginning of the conversation, the enemy is a slithering snake. Yeah. And he's really, really good at it. And you know if you're not reading if you're not if if you're not praying, if you're not going to the in his word if if these things that keep you grounded, if you ain't doing these things right
0: you're just going to church on a Sunday
1: it's really easy to be swayed the other way right. It's the word. It cleanses you. It does. I agree. And prayer is emptying you. You know? Mm -hmm. Of all... Yo, anxiety, depression, these things right here, it's because we keep it, and it goes... And you, especially women, we feel what we think. Mm -hmm. We think what we feel, and it's constant, and it just... He wants to keep you living this thing. Right. Just keep living it. And then guilt and shame and anger and all these things and it's awful, man. The word, as you read the word, the word just washes you. It washes you. Yeah, I agree. So I think I love being saved, Trish. I love to be I love being saved. I do. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Is it easy every day? No, man. It's a conscious battle every day. Cause the enemy, the enemy wants us. Especially if you're trying to transform lives. Right. Look, I got this event coming. Exaltation?
0: Exaltation.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't have chose the words. Like what what is it? I
0: don't know, that's funny.
1: But already. Okay. I God's coming. He's already there. He's waiting.
0: Right. Watch. I believe it.
1: Watch Watch Oh, God sweeps the room. I'm moving the chairs back. I said, Pastor, I'm going to move the chairs back. I'm not, it's not because people can't sit. You can. But I want to open the front where the altar is. Mm. You want to sit on the floor? You want to lay on the floor? You want to lay on the altar? You want to kneel on it? Whatever you want to do, do. Mm. Because Jesus is going to call you deeper. That's good. It's time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So september 15th for all those that if you're interested in yeah, the area 516 newport avenue bethany village fellowship South 6 Arizona, p.m Arizona. you know you are more than welcome so super excited about it super excited about it it's gonna be good yeah yeah so do we want to pray for the people
0: yeah
1: okay. precious holy spirit I don't want to speak just to speak. Mm -hmm. I want to speak what you want me to speak. Jesus, for those that are locked up in such an overflow of emotion, past hurts, past pains, Mm -hmm. past in and of itself. Father, set your son and your daughter free. Jesus, I pray that they would, you would loose their tongue from the roof of their mouth and that they would start to speak to you in honesty and in truth of all the things that has been done to them that wasn't right. Heal their brokenness. Wash over them with your power. Show yourself real. For those, Father, that they've been hurt by the church, I pray that you would show them that it wasn't you that hurt them. It was the people that you have created out of dirt that hurt them. Jesus, I pray that you would touch us as your sons and your daughters, and we would not weaponize your word to manipulate or to lord over or... Even in innocence, we take your word and we hurt people with it to the point, Father, where they leave you. Father, that is wrong. Teach us how to put our mouths under lock and key with what you would have us to say. Let our words encourage and lift up. And not give people what your word, thinking that it's law when it's not. It's an opinion.
0: Yes.
1: Jesus, I pray that you would have your way in this hour, in this season, because pain is coming. And I pray, Jesus, that you would bring your people to the threshing floor of mercy and love to you, Jesus. In the mighty and matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen.
0: Amen. All right, well, until next time.
1: We are just kicking it with Jesus. God bless you guys.